welcome to Positively West Virginia, where each week we share positive stories about successful West Virginia businesses making a difference in our great state. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WV News, and Interaction Media. Now, let's get down to business with your host, Jim Matuga. Coming to you live from the Interaction Media studio in Morgantown, Welcome to Positively West Virginia. I'm your host, Jim Matuga. Today, we're going to visit with Brad Frankhauser. He's the principal at Desmone, and their office in Morgantown is celebrating their fifth year anniversary this week in West Virginia. But before we get to Brad, a little bit about our mission here at Positively West Virginia. Every week, we talk with West Virginia business leaders and share their success stories with people just like you in West Virginia and across the country. When we first started this podcast project back in 2017, one of the things we set out to do was to encourage and inspire our listeners with positive business stories from right here in the Mountain State. To date, we've produced more than 200 episodes and Positively West Virginia is now a 501c3 nonprofit organization. You can learn more about our mission of promoting small business and entrepreneurship in West Virginia at PositivelyWV.com. You know, I get to see so many positive things happening in West Virginia business every day all across the state that a lot of people, quite frankly, never get to hear about. So my team at Interaction Media is working to change that with this show and this organization so that people realize you don't have to leave West Virginia to find great business opportunities. They're right here in our state. And we want to encourage people to stay here and build great companies and organizations right here in West Virginia. All of our guests are people who are actually getting that done day in and day out. And I'm convinced we can all learn from their experiences and most importantly, their stories. Our guest uh, once again this morning is Brad Frankhauser. Brad is a principal at Desmone in their office here in Morgantown, and he also runs their office in Morgantown. Brad, thanks for being on the show today. Yeah, thank you, Jim. Thank you for, for having us. We really, really appreciate it. Yeah, man, I'm excited to have you on the podcast to share your story this week, your your fifth anniversary. Happy anniversary in Morgantown. That's thank awesome. you. That's a cool thing, man. Five years, it's hard to believe it's gone by that quick enough. I think I've known you just about all those five years. Uh, Brad Frankhauser, as I mentioned, is an architect and partner of Desmone. Desmone is an architecture and interior design firm that is located in Morgantown in their office here for the last five years. And they have offices, of course, in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania and Salisbury, Maryland. Brad is a principal with a company and a uh, the office lead of Desmone's Morgantown office. Celebrating their fifth, lo- uh, they're celebrating their location in Morgantown for five years. Desmone believes West Virginia has a promising future, which will be inspired by future thinking visions of its citizens. Desmone designs structures that allow people to thrive physically, emotionally, and spiritually. They believe their role is to design for their clients' needs, not their own. They listen intently to the needs and desires of their clients and help them to develop a project's vision. Desmone's unique service journey is rooted in effective project delivery strategies and informed by principles of health and wellness. They believe that uh, healthy spaces lead to healthy people and healthy people lead to a healthy world. Success project, uh, successful projects use resources wisely and create spaces for people to embrace as their own. Their vision and their extensive knowledge and skills allow them to transform anyone's vision into a reality. I invited Brad onto the show today to talk about Desmone, to share his story, and to give our audience some valuable insight into the office he leads right here in Morgantown, West Virginia. Brad, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that brief intro, and give us a little behind-the-curtain look into your company. 
Sure. Uh, thank you, Jim. Once again, thanks again for having us on today. And uh, absolutely the opportunity to talk to your listeners. Um, you know, a little bit about us. Um, as you as you said, we're located here in, in Morgantown, downtown on High Street, the Citizens Bank building right below, right beside the uh, the courthouse. Um, been here for five years. And overall, overall our, our company um, based out of Pittsburgh, and we also have a, another satellite office in Salisbury, Maryland. A couple notable projects that some of your listeners may know, you know, that we've worked on. That's beautiful. Um, Lighthouse. Agile Center for Excellence, which is right above the Morgantown Mall that was recently completed in the Westridge Commerce Center. And uh, another one that a lot of people would see as become an icon going up 79 is the new Westridge Corporate Park office buildings that um, house Steptoe and Johnson now and uh, MVB Bank. Yeah. Uh, thanks again. That's awesome, Brad. Thanks for that overview. And I, I think that visual, people can can visualize those beautiful buildings that your your team and, and you had a, a part in designing and just really changing the landscape of, of North Central West Virginia and tri-state area, really. Uh, Brad, I, I'm curious, how did you get into the business of architecture in the first place? Oh, well, it's honestly kind of a good story. I, um, you know, when you think of getting in the business, you think of, you know, graduating college, getting started in the profession, um, which, you know, when I graduated college, I, I started at a large firm that I worked at for eight years before coming on to Desmond. But when I say of, think of this, it really takes me back to um, the years when I was in grade school, um, believe it or not, and um, lived in a small rural area, had a limited amount of neighborhood kids that really just, um, you know, was my brother, my one cousin, and, and the one neighbor that we had. So there were four four boys that ran around and caused havoc, you know, throughout the countryside. And, and um, you know, one day I had an idea that, you know, probably like a lot of kids out there, you know, we're going to build a cabin. So, you know, we, we have a space for our own that we can, you know, camp out in and, and do do whatever we want to do. In. And and I, I started off by first, you know, buying a couple pounds of nails because you need nails to build a cabin, right? And uh, and I think about a lock house. Um, easily got all my, uh, you know, other... Uh, neighborhood kids involved and and bought into the idea and i sat down with some graph paper and you know started drawing some floor plans elevations roof plan you know and, and here we are here's the the beginnings of of our cabin and my architecture career unknowingly um but um really it, it led to uh, a bunch of neighborhood kids ran around found a lot of scrap materials and things from different locations had a neighbor that you know was remodeling his house so he would always help us cut some things as we were too too young to use power tools and and uh, <laughs> that was your some, first uh, that was your first experience dealing with a contractor yeah really <laughs> uh you know we also there's a sawmill uh, nearby that you know they gave us a lot of scraps and believe it or not we we brought that cabin to life um, although it may not have been the prettiest thing that that anyone's ever seen, it, it was the first thing that I ever designed and built. And I want to say that it was probably uh, my seventh grade year, you know, in middle school. So that was that was really my my start in the business. And uh, it's been a great, I, I don't know, 30 years since then, I guess you want to say. <laughs> yeah, and you, you've gone to uh, from building a, a cabin with some neighborhood kids that you were uh, running in their circles with and to uh, designing a uh, 
buildings that banks and, and law firms are, are, are using nowadays. That's, that's pretty incredible. I love that story. I love the back, the backside. I did not know that. And that's, that's super cool. Brad, tell us, uh, uh, tell us about Desmond, um, your 32nd pitch, if you would. In other words, what is it that you tell people that you do at Desmond? Um, you know, Desmond is a, a really uh, client centric based firm that, um, you know, we try to get away from the stereotype of what people think you know, architects really are. You know, I think when when someone asks, you know, uh, uh, someone you find on the street, what is an architect? They would say, it's it's someone you know, someone that designs buildings, right? And that's that seems pretty simple. Um, but I like to say that you know, sure, the the outcome of our our you know process here um, is a building, but in essence, I like to say that we're we're problem solvers. Um, you know, we solve our clients' problems. Um, those can come in a in all virtue of different, um, you know, realms in terms of, uh, you know, possibly just uh, logistics of how a, a, a industrial company might work, or something like corporate park we were talking about. You know, an image that some some people are looking for. We we really solve our our clients' problems, and um, we're we're really, uh, you know, a well being um, based um, company that that looks. Uh, and is interested in health and wellness of, of buildings and their occupants that I'll talk about a little later. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, it's, it's interesting because you talk about uh, spaces and well-being and, and I think, you know, uh, especially in architecture and I, I'm a fan of a great architecture and I've been in some of the buildings that you talked about that you've designed uh, over at West Ridge, uh, particularly as a matter of fact, uh, a, a bunch of uh, videos that we recently shot. Well, it was probably in the last year and a half or so was shot over there for our, our own company. And it was pretty Great. neat. Used a space there that was uh, kind of the back end of a, of a where, uh, like a back end of a, a building there. It was really super cool. Lots of natural light and just this really modern, sophisticated looking space. And it was just absolutely beautiful. So I, I, I really appreciate that. And thanks for kind of, kind of detailing what Desmond's all about. And I really like that. Uh, what would you say, Brad, is the thing that you're most um, excited about you know, you're, you're five years now, you know, moving into your sixth year here in Morgantown uh, with this West Virginia office. What, what, what would you say is the thing you're most excited about for Desmond right now? Well, honestly, I think um, I can speak for a lot of West Virginians when I say um, I'm excited about uh, seeing this pandemic slowly start to ramp down and hopefully we continue in that, that um, direction. Yeah. And, um, you know, thanks to that pandemic, you know, we really live in a world where our health and wellness is on, you know, everyone's mind. And I think as things hopefully get back to normal, it's it's going to be more heavily weighted on people's mind and and throughout the future in our, our generations as uh, after going through this for a year. And, um, you know, we've really uh, taken a step in our company to um, look towards health and wellness, as I said, um, and that was mainly started off by um, making our new headquarters Pittsburgh for our main office um, become Well Gold certified. Some of you um, may be familiar with a Well certification. What is that? What's that all about, Brad? It's oh. it's it's a certification process um, that is a you know a, a standard that measures the building uh, health's impact on the on the people inside of it. Uh, some people may they've had a decent um, advertising campaign on 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 TV. For the well building standard and i think there was even one on the super during the super bowl that had a lot of uh, a-list celebrities in it but um you know our headquarters in pittsburgh is 
is is gold certified was um, was awarded that designation in 2020 and is actually only one of three um, gold certified projects in Pennsylvania and, few, and there's fewer of a hundred of them nationwide and um, currently there are zero um, that I'm aware of in in West Virginia that are, are are well certified at all and and we'd love to be able to you know center ourselves with West Virginia companies to make sure that um, you know health and wellness is a priority and and we'd love to be involved in a project that that brings West Virginia its first you know well certified project in the state that would be awesome yeah that would be awesome what are some of the spe uh, specific things Brad that go into making that I mean obviously there's probably a ton of criteria but what uh, what are a couple of the highlights you know well anticipated many of the challenge that uh, COVID brought to the top of people's minds before it was even in the national spotlight you know things like you know, dealing with high touch surfaces, yeah. protocols, air air filtration, balancing social social distancing with filling connected. Mm. Um, you know, it's a whole plethora of I, I think seven different auras of of design, and it's it's meant to create buildings that want people to stay active, that make people want to be there, be active. Um, you know, larger stairwells that make people would rather walk up the beautiful stairwell than take the elevator just in the, you know, the essence of a little bit of exercise and things of that nature. It's, yeah, it's a cool concept. No doubt. And I mean, I mean, think about that. That's, that's everything you're saying. <laughs> I'm thinking about my, my building here is like, wow, it would be awesome to have that, you know? And I think of sometimes like, you know, the elevators uh, oftentimes have the glass, you know, um, panoramic view as you're going up and then but the start stairwell is in the back corner of the building and it's dark and you know, don't even know where it is unless it's a, it is. an emergency <laughs> i love that aspect of design i think that's super cool that you're really involved with that and your company is uh, really spearheading that so i think that's i think you're poised to to take advantage of that here in west virginia for sure anybody hearing this would be a be a great opportunity to, to do that brad talk a little bit about your customer base where where do your customers live? Who do, who do you serve? Um, overall, you know, we do a, a, a lot of different uh, types of work in different market segments. Um, probably our, our most strongest market segments would be, you know, commercial office space, light industrial manufacturing office space. We, we do do a lot of uh, multifamily uh, residential projects, um, hospitality, you know, hotels, restaurants, things of that nature. Um, we really have our, our fingers in, in a little bit of everything, but, um, the ones that I talked about are, are probably the, you know, the strongest suits that we've, we've worked on to date. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, and as far as, um, as far as the size of your company, how many employees do you have? Um, currently here in Morgantown, we have six employees. Uh, overall, company-wide, we're at, um, I think it's 42 at the moment. Oh, that's a nice size architecture and design firm. That's that's awesome. And, you know, I, I think, you know, you've been with a company 12 years here running the Morgantown office for five, as we mentioned. Uh, Brad, what um, what has been your, your best business moment since you've been with Desmond? Um. I would have to say that it, it, it's it's a couple things that, that really we've already touched base on. Um, obviously, um, opening the office down here was something new for me, um, has been a, a tremendous experience um, and really, you know, would like to just um, 
you know, throw out a big thank you to all of, you know, West Virginia and the Morgantown area for, for welcoming us with, with open arms and, and um, even Fairmont State University providing great, a great education for, you know, the uh, most of the employees that we have in our office here. And um, it's just been a, a, a stupendous journey. It's, 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 it's been five years already, even though it's, it doesn't seem like it's been that long and it's, uh, we're happy to be celebrating it, quite honestly. And, and thank you again, West Virginia. Yeah, no doubt. Brad, uh, so I, I love that. I mean, that's a, that's a huge thing. And, and, and being able to, to run an office and be a partner uh, with a, a large uh, architectural firm is pretty pretty awesome accomplishment. I love that. Uh, what about uh, from, from the, the flip side of that? I always think that we, uh, we learn a lot from from those uh, tough times as well. What's been one of the the uh, the worst business moments you've had since since you've uh, been with Desmond twelve years now? Um, you know, I think that that doubles back to the pandemic. You know, last year this time, you know, things were shutting down. We're yeah. sitting at home, going, "Okay, this can't be that bad." It, you know, it's two weeks. It's it's two weeks. How you know, <laughs> two weeks work off a backlog. You know, we'll get through this. It, uh-huh. It's no problem. And then, you know, after a week, uh, you know, the uncertainty is, is still at a high level. Yep. Um, you know, people start putting projects on hold because it's, it's uncertainty. That's what people do. Um, you know, so our, our project load starts going down some. Um, you're not connected with anyone very well, you know, um, to talk to. You're, you're Zooming with your partners and things, thinking of strategizing what's, what's next. And um, it's, it was a scary time. I, I, I'm sure there's plenty of people out there that, you know, would agree with that 100% from a small business standpoint. Um, but, you know, I think what you learn from it is, you know, you can't sit down and, and give up. Um, you fight through it. Um, you talk to people. You know, I found it was one time that, um, you know, some people are hard to get a hold of. Some, some people are, are difficult to nail down and, and be able to have a conversation with and you know, those couple of weeks, everyone wanted to talk to people. I think everyone wanted to feel what was what someone else was feeling, whether that provided some comfort. I, I'm not sure what the reason was there, but, you know, it really provided an opportunity to make new contacts and, um, you know, help people where you could. I think that was the mm-hmm. goal is, you know, let people let other people and small business owners know that, you know, we understand what you're going through. And mm-hmm. although there may not be any immediate help, you know, just, just having other people to talk to, I think is, is, is helpful. And, and you learn from those experiences. as well. I love that. And it's that, that's some great, uh, great uh, insight, I think from this whole situation. And I was kind of, kind of laughing and like I always say, you have to laugh to keep from crying some days, but uh, I remember very vividly March 16th last year, today's March 17th and uh, March 16th. I, I told the team the exact same thing that you said. I said, guys, we're going to be working home for two weeks maybe three at the, at the max and then we're going to be coming back. And, and we went out and got all the necessary things we needed because we didn't really have a work from home plan. You know, uh, I love having people here around me in, in community and, um, and uh, here we are, you know, a year later still talking about this daggum virus and everything. But I do feel like there's, there's hope and optimism springing up uh, springs a, a couple of days away. And, and I do feel like there's this kind of rebirth that's happening right now. Uh, especially here in West Virginia and this this part of the country, uh, lots of great things. I'm, I'm starting to see that momentum picking back up in, in a lot of different uh, sectors. Construction has been uh, 
it's been uh, hit or miss, really. You know, the large industrial and large uh, commercial projects have, have kind of been hit or miss, but uh, residential construction seems to be okay, but, uh, you know, over the last several months. But I will say, you know, um, and I wanted to kind of pick your brain about this, but like construction materials right now, you know, you're hearing all these different stories of, you know, prices are going through the roof, prices are coming down. What's What, what are you seeing out there in terms of that uh, right now? You know, it's interesting because I, I was at my at, at Lowe's here um, by the Morgantown Mall last week, looking at floor tile with my wife, and 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 told her as we're walking past the lumber, you know, I said, I said, you know, the residential construction market and design is just through the roof. It's just unbelievable. And you know, when you look at material costs, where you know a, a typical sheet of plywood was, you know eight, nine dollars a few years ago is, is 45, 50 dollars now. I, I just say, how does how is it so gangbusters? It's just unbelievable. And, yeah. and um, you know, I've been hearing for the last, I wouldn't say four months that, you know, they were they were through the the issues with with production of lumber and things and the prices were were going to head down. But um, there's no indication to me that they're going down anytime soon. And I I'm I'm kind of convinced at this moment that if it, um, you know, if people are willing to pay for it, the willings are the the, the price is going to stay where it is until demand goes down. I, I really don't see the building material market, especially in terms of lumber, um, going down in the future. Unfortunately, yeah, interesting <laughs> take. Not not only from a uh, from a design and an architect standpoint, but from a consumer standpoint too. That's pretty pretty good insight. I, uh, Brad, I want to take a second just to mention the sponsors that we have for Positively West Virginia, and they include Insurance Centers, The State Journal, WVNews.com, and Interaction Media. The support we receive from these West Virginia companies allow us to highlight the incredible things happening throughout the great state of West Virginia. Our guest once again today is Brad Frankhauser. He's principal at Desmond and based in Morgantown, West Virginia. He heads up their Morgantown office right here in downtown Morgantown, West Virginia. Brad, I'm gonna get back into it. What's the long-term vision that you have for Desmond? Um, you know, here in, in Morgantown, we, we'd like to continue to, to grow. Um, uh, we're looking at some possibilities of, of um, creating a new office space here downtown to, to show us as a permanent fixture, you know, of the Morgantown landscape. And, um, you know, we hope to get involved in more projects further in, in Southern West Virginia, you know, as well as the, the Eastern Panhandle and, and um, you know, just would like to thrive and, and help, help West Virginia thrive further as well. Yeah, absolutely, Brad. I want to. I, I wanted to ask you just as you're talking about designing a, a, a building for Desmond here in West Virginia. Um, who are some of your favorite architects? Who who inspires you? Um, that is a good question, and I, I, you know, I I don't know that I ever had a single um, architect that I would say was my uh, my favorite. Um, but but obviously some of the iconic ones, uh, you know, Frank Geary, uh, Frank Lloyd Wright, I.M. Pei, um, you know, all just uh, amazing work and amazing projects that you see these people putting out and and um, admire those things and, and really enjoy visiting some of those locations at times, too. So I, I can't really say there's one favorite, but um, definitely a, an architecture buff, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, you can, uh, that, that's to me is like, you know, being in some of the more iconic buildings. Uh, 
you know, in civilization, really, like in Rome, Italy, and places like that, and then going to a place like Falling Water, Frank Lloyd Wright's uh, famous uh, building there in in uh, southwestern Pennsylvania. You know, and it's just it's it's incredible. Like when you walk through a well-designed building um, and how it just makes you feel, right? And isn't that kind of like the essence of architecture? You 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 don't necessarily want to you know, notice the building, but you want to, you know, experience that building. Is that kind of a good way of putting it in layperson's terms? Absolutely. And, and one instance is you just hit the nail on the head, you know, falling water. You know, I, I grew up, you know, 35 minutes away from there and and don't realize how big of an icon that is because it's in your backyard. <laughs> and, and yeah. you know, I've, I've, I've known people that have, you know, done tours up there and things and the people that come from the other side of the world that are just you know, in awe that they finally had the opportunity, you know, to visit that site. And you're like, what's the big deal? What's in my backyard? You know, you, you, you take those things for granted, um, but um, they're definitely masterpieces. Absolutely. And, and the, the appreciation, just, just like you were saying, you know, the, the way that you appreciate all these iconic designers and architects over the years. And, and, you know, just the, the fact that the human brain can create something that's so beautiful, you know, and, uh, and productive, especially when you're talking about office space. I mean, I, I think about that all the time, like everything from the natural light that's coming in to the flow. And now we're talking about safety protocols and social distancing. And how do you keep that going with still building that sense of community and workflow, right? It's such a, such a science and, and an art together. So I really appreciate what you're, what you're doing there. Brad, how do you, you know, with Desmond, how do you guys, um, how do you reach out and attract new customers? How do you, how do you spread the word out there? Um, you know, we're actually uh, hoping to get into a, a, you know, a full-fledged marketing campaign this year to help reach out to a lot of people that, um, you know, we haven't um, been able to be in front of yet, but, but let's face it, you know, our, our business is, is, is referral based. Um, always interested in talking to somebody, you know, whether they have a project coming, coming out, you know, in the near future or not, um, always willing to, to try to help people. I, I think that's the reality is that, you know, if you help people the the karma comes back to you in return. And, um, you know, I, I, I never take down a, a consultation with somebody even, you know, if I feel like it's a project that, that may not be a fit for us, I, I, I might be able to help them out, you know, in the meantime, somehow. So always, always looking for referrals, obviously. Very cool. You know, I've, going back to when you were a kid building and designing that uh, incredible piece of architecture, your, your first cabin, when you were a little kid growing up, uh, did you ever think that you'd be a partner in a, in an architecture firm? back then no absolutely not i mean <laughs> I, I i it's very odd because i it took me years to figure out that that is what started really my you know desire into architecture um and it, if if it may not have been for my parents that um you know as i was graduating high school you know my my, my mom's trying to get me involved and in, do you want to go to school well yeah sure i go to school what do you want to go for i don't you know i don't know um, obviously she saw it, you know, took an opportunity to get me a, a, um, uh, an opportunity to speak with one of the professors at a, you know, local university to talk about the profession a little bit. And, and, um, you know, if it wasn't for that, I, I may have not ever made it to this position. I, it's, 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 it's amazing that I stumbled my way into success. I, I hate to say that because it's, 
it's not a pretty story, but I, in a sense, it is. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's beautiful, actually. And, and I love that. And, and, and just hearing that, that, that backstory uh, of, of how you got to where you're at right now. Brad, what's one piece of advice you would give to young business people, maybe somebody who's thinking about uh, starting into business, um, trying to become a partner in a company like you have? Uh, what's one piece of advice you would give them? Um, you know, obviously work hard, um, learn every day, um, try things that make you uncomfortable. Um, those are probably some of the, the, the biggest things that I've learned that if you're not uncomfortable, you're not, you're not trying hard enough. Mm. If you're not doing things that, you know, you're not comfortable with doing, um, you know, strive to strive to do something new every day, every week. Um, and that's the only way you learn. Um, you know, I know there's a lot of quotes out there that are similar to, you know, if you're not failing, you're not trying hard enough. Yeah. Um, but, but it's the truth. Uh, everyone fails at moments. You have to pick yourself back up and dust yourself off and, and learn from it. That's, I think that's the reality of, of business and, you know, small business owners every day do it. Absolutely. That's great advice. And I, I definitely uh, love hearing that uh, myself. What's one thing you do every day that you think contributes to your success, Brad? That's a really good question. Um, you know, and I would say rely on my people. Um, yeah. You know, surround yourself with good people, hard workers, and give them the opportunity to grow. Um, give them the responsibilities. Um, help nurture them. Um, you know, without having good people around you, you you're, you're nothing by yourself. Mm. Awesome. That's great advice as well. What's one resource that you use in your business, Brad, that you just can't live without? Maybe it's a piece of technology or something like that. One resource. I would have to say architects could not live without Google Earth anymore. Yeah. It's just amazing. Anytime that, um, you know, someone talks about a project or a site location, you know, we, we love Google Earth. And, and I want to think back when I started my career. Yeah, there, there was no Google Earth then, but I, I don't know how we, how we survived without it, quite honestly. <laughs> you know, I heard a, a story the other day that um, uh, roofing contractors are using Google Earth to do roof estimates. They don't even have to go out anymore and get on the roof and measure. They just get over top. There's like, like a program that roofers are using. And I'm like, man, that is incredible. You know, I still don't understand why it takes like four weeks to get an estimate, but that's another, story. That's another episode. But, you know, I think that's awesome, man. And that's that's such a cool thing that uh, that architects use Google Earth just to to see sites and, and use that as kind of as a as a as a great resource. Brad, what's one podcast or book that you would recommend for aspiring entrepreneurs? Maybe it's an architecture book or a business book. What's one book that you would recommend or a podcast? You know, I think back of a book I, I read, this has been a, a handful, more than a handful of years ago, probably, but, you know, it's, it's the introvert, you know, entrepreneur was a, a great title that, you know, I, you know, kind of felt myself as always being an introvert, you know, didn't like public speaking, um, you know, sort of uh, was good at what I did. And it, it was a book that really helped me branch out a little bit, open your mind further and, um, you know, really change your career a little bit. Yeah. I, I I've actually not heard that book before. 
Uh, is that by Beth Below? I think is how you pronounce yep. it. Yep, correct, yeah, correct. That's awesome. We, that's a great, uh, great. Uh, well, first of all, I didn't know that you were an introvert. I, I know you never come across that way, so that's good to know. Well, so, well read the book and see what happens. <laughs> I love it. And we're going to make sure that we get that uh, added to our resources section on Positively WV, and folks can just go there and click a link and buy that book, The uh, Introvert Entrepreneur. I love that. That's uh, very good stuff. Brad, we've covered a lot in this interview, uh, everything from architecture to your backstory to your company, Desmone. Uh, is there anything else you think our listeners should know about your story or about Desmone? Um, not much. Once again, I'd just like to, to touch, you know, touch on our, um, you know, base here in Morgantown and, and really thank them for, for allowing us to be successful here and um, just really love West Virginia, love being a part of the community and um, look forward for many years to come. Absolutely. Brad, well, you're a, uh, you're an inspiration, man. Uh, and I love that the story of, of uh, designing your first project back when you were a little kid out in the woods with your buddies and, and building that log cabin or the cabin, I call it a log cabin, a cabin. And uh, just that, that whole thing was just so super cool to hear and uh, to learn about you. And uh, the fact that Desmond's been here in West Virginia now five years is awesome. I, I anticipate a long uh, storied um, journey for your guys and your team and all the folks around you and under your leadership. And I just think that, uh, that that's pretty, pretty awesome. I want to uh, ask you one, one final thing, I guess, is uh, how can our listeners learn more about Desmond uh, and maybe even get in touch with you? Um, you can visit our website at um, desmone.com. That's D-E-S-M-O-N-E.com. Um, or by all means, uh, feel free to, to give me a call in, your, in our office. I'd, I'd love to um, love to talk architecture. <laughs> yeah, man, that's awesome. And if you've got a project or thinking about a project, Brad, Brad would be a great guide in that process. He's uh, very well equipped and he's got a great team around him as well. And uh, Brad, yeah, we'll make sure we have that in the show notes, the the, the website address and your uh, phone number in there and uh, also in the, the Facebook uh, comment section as well. Brad, it's been a real honor to have you on the show today. I think what you're doing is amazing. Uh, I love your passion for architecture. Uh, and I love, like like I said, your your leadership inspiration and uh, advice that you gave to, to some young people that might be listening to today as well. So thank you for that, ma'am. And thank you for having us, Jim. I, I really appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, man. Keep up the great work. Folks, that's a wrap on another episode of Positively West Virginia. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by Insurance Centers, The State Journal, WVNews.com, and Interaction Media. As we continue on our journey to help share positive stories of companies and people doing amazing things all across the Mountain State, just like my friend Brad Frankhauser, one of the principals at Desmond in his office here in Morgantown, West Virginia, our hope is that in some way we equipped you and inspired you with this amazing business story. If you or someone you know would be a great guest on the show, drop us a line on our website, PositivelyWV.com. And of course, we appreciate your comments and encouragement and your reviews on iTunes and all those types of things. We really appreciate that, guys. And uh, we also encourage you to share these stories on your social media channels, comment on them, share them with your friends so that we can get the word out about these amazing business leaders around the state of West Virginia. And I'll also invite you to check out our weekly show, which is called the Positively West Virginia Small Business Mastermind every Friday from 11 a.m. to noon, where we bring you a panel of business experts from around the state each week to help small business leaders thrive. 
Positively West Virginia is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. You can learn more about our mission of advancing small business and entrepreneurship here in West Virginia at PositivelyWV.com. On behalf of our entire Positively West Virginia team, until next time, I'm your host, Jim Matuga. Stay positive, West Virginia. 